What is up, y'all? This is Scarlett, a.k.a. Scardi B, a.k.a. your resident emo historian. And join me as I unpack the history of Fall Out Boy and hip-hop. Look, y'all, there is a lot to cover in this limited-run podcast. So strap on in, because sugar, we're going in. What is up, y'all? It is your girl, Scardi B, and I am back. What you don't see is that I am literally busting every fucking move while this intro is running just to get me in the mindset. But welcome. We have made it. It is back. You are listening to Sugar. We're going in. I miss y'all. This is another late night recording for me because I love to torture myself and procrastination and a deadline means that this mentally ill lady is going to get it the fuck done. So welcome. It is something that you've 100% seen about live or read about it, um, but I get to break it down a little further. But before we get into that, I wanted to talk about some pod updates. Um, number one, we crossed over 2,000 downloads and that's just absolutely crazy wild just thank you now some other updates some housekeeping if you signed up for stickers those are going out very shortly um this first round of like early signups get an extra something special from me for being so fucking cool so thank you so much those are on their way and i will reopen the sticker form when mommy gets a minute okay coming soon merchandise okay so uh we are working we the the royal we um me We are working on merchandise um, and I'm really excited to be able to put this on the website. I have got a ton of ideas for this podcast coming up and they need funding. So if you want to support, please sign up for the newsletter and be the first to find out when this merch drops. It's going to be cute. I know you'll love it. Philly. I do not have the link yet, but please save that last week of November for me. I will be hosting an emo bingo trivia night and it will include a live podcast recording. So I am bringing someone I'm interviewing in so that y'all can play emo bingo, some emo trivia with me and be a part of a live podcast taping. This will be my first one. And if you're in the Philly area, please just save that last week uh, for me. I will 100% confirm ASAP, but I would love to see y'all there. Again, this is a great time to sign up for the newsletter and I will be the first uh, to drop. I, I will be the one dropping that info in there first before the social medias, I promise. On top of this live interview, there is also another interview that's been pre-recorded and is coming out very soon. Um, this interview is someone who I've cited many many times before. I mean, I don't want to give too much away, so um, I will be talking a little bit more about it at the end of the show. Let's not focus on that right now. But just so you know, two big interviews coming up for you. Really three, maybe four. Okay, I've, I've said too much. Anyway, um, in some Fall Out Boy news, Fall Out Boy kicks off their European tour today. Um, best of luck to the boys. And in the words of Seth Green in Sex Drive, Lord, please bless this Fall Out Boy keep him safe on the road and may he rise to the heights of john bon jovi amen anyway from mashups to remixes and collaborations 2007 in terms of fallout boy and hip-hop have so fucking much to offer and this is why we have literally just gotten to the halfway point of my talking points for this year and next we will still have time and time together to cover 
Patrick working with Lupe, Fall Out Boy collaborating with Timbaland on Shock Value, and so much more. So please hold on to your cute, supple little butts. Um, and thank you for letting me break this down into smaller episodes. Because I know y'all like I'm thick with three C's. But hang on, baby squirrel. Just hang on. I got y'all. So we're setting the scene. We're still in 2007, a.k.a. the best Fall Out Boy era. I don't want to fucking hear from anybody else. Please have this conversation with someone else. I'm telling you that this was the best Fall Out Boy era. Okay, like we had Pete Wentz out in these streets saying that we're the royal we're Fall Out Boy. We're your favorite rapper's favorite band. And Pete knows this for fact after the success and collaborations with names like Jay-Z, Kanye, Lil Wayne, the people at the time. And on this hype, on the Hype Man podcast that he's been on and that I've referenced no less than 13 billion times, sorry, um, he details a night where he was leaving JC's club 4040 and going to Kanye's birthday at the Louis Vuitton store. Um, so here's the most 2007 clip you've ever heard in your life. Enjoy. So we're, we're on that side, but like, I mean, to have Jay-Z come out to your show to like go to 4040 club, and this is where I want to say that this is when I think my wife, because she was my girlfriend at the time, mm-hmm. decided that I was a, a, a decent dude. Mm-hmm. We're leaving the 4040 Club, and we're going to Kanye's, after or his birthday, at the Louis Vuitton store. Which okay. is insane, by the way. <laughs> yeah. On yeah. Another, yeah. a whole nother level. Because it's like, how much, I mean... Yeah, I had crazy. my birthday at a food truck this year. <laughs> an actual catering food truck. Yeah. Well, we're getting that, you know, I'm, we're leaving the 4040 Club. Jay turns to me, and he's like, yo, ride with me. I look <laughs> in his Maybach... And it's got like two airplane seats in the back. Oh. And I was like, hmm, Maybach or get back in the car with my girlfriend. I got back in the car with a girlfriend. Man, that's great. That's commitment right there. He was going to tell you about the Illuminati. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, it's like, let me tell you something, Pete. You never have to work again in your life. I take care of everything. Just whenever anything happens, say you don't know what the Illuminati and is. Oprah's back and there. here's Gail yeah. King. Yeah, yeah. Bring up Gail King. Yeah, I'm worried going to pitch you on Scientology. It's one or the other, really. But you're from Chicago. So what I'm getting at is that Pete is living the fame life closest to rappers than rock stars. But some would even argue that rappers were the rock stars in 2007. I mean, look, anyway, like a mall cop, that was simply a segue to get us to where we're really at right now. It's August 2007, and imagine that Fall Out Boy just hit uh, the stage. They performed at MTV's uh, VMA's pre-show, and they won an MTV2 award. After that, they were celebrated by their label bosses, Jay-Z, who proclaimed Fall Out Boy a movement. And L.A. Reid, who greeted all of them um, at the Def Jam party with the words, Welcome to the winner, Circle Boys. But before all that happened... Again, Fall Out Boy was hosting a pre-party and there were other suites during the VMAs like Mark Ronson, Timbaland and Timberlake, Kanye West, Foo Fighters, and Fall Out Boy manned a fantasy suite of their own. The only way a Fall Out Boy fantasy suite can go with surprises, features, and fucking destruction. So Fall Out Boy had full reign of this suite in Las Vegas um, where they were recording the pre-show from. And it was a production like full of other collaborators, but we only saw Fall Out Boy's pieces um, air. I mean, after all, it was their fantasy suite. Um, But they had folks like Gym Class Heroes, uh, Penny the Disco, Cobra Starship, um, 
Gym Class Heroes uh, did uh, The Queen and I. Um, Cobra Starship had William Beckett and Travi McCoy to do Bring It, Snakes on a Plane. It was 2007 after all. And then Cobra Starship also does The Church of Hot Addiction. Now, I'm not going to give away the fall, you know, fallout. I was about to say the fallout boys. Um, I'm not going to give away fallout boys uh, set list because um, we're going to go through it. Minute per minute. No, I'm kidding. But we are going to break down these 22 minutes of just pop culture history um, with their performance during the VMA pre-party. Now, I remember being in seventh grade, and I guess this was either summer break or right when school started. But I I remember like actively seeing this happening in real time. And I don't know or remember if this is the exact you know, time frame that it happened. Um, but I did find a video online that was like the 22 minutes of it. I'll link it in the show notes. Um, so that is the run of show that I'm going through. To kick things off, uh, the VMA pre-party uh, behind the scenes had a quick interview or just quote from Pete on collaboration. Uh, I think this speaks really true to what they were about to do for the rest of the night. Um, so listen here. Doing collaborations with people is fun because it takes some of the pressure off of you and puts it on other people. The other side of that, though, is that you don't want to screw up someone else's song. It's kind of fun when you screw up your own because it's like, eh, whatever, but I don't want to screw up somebody else's. So what he really means is that he doesn't want to fuck up Rihanna's song. Within well reason. Now, Rihanna in 2007, um, she had released uh, Good Girl Gone Bad um, May of 2007. So she was on top of the fucking world. And with this Good Girl Gone Bad, you know, image, persona, character, like what better way to sharpen that badass image than a duet with Fall Out Boy? Obviously. Now, Rihanna really isn't that much of a reach on top of this good girl gone bad energy that she was giving for her album release. uh, Rihanna and Jay-Z are tight. I mean, he is her mentor and it makes sense that they connected, um, obviously sharing a label, I believe. Um, And then, you know, the Pete's quote on collaboration makes that much more sense um, because it feels like you're you're having guests over and you want to make sure that they have a good time. And plus it's Rihanna. Okay. Like we understand why Pete was nervous. Like when I was looking up and just like searching about this episode, I found so many pictures of Pete and Rihanna, but like same, like no shade. Like literally every time I saw Rihanna, I would also take a picture with her, but just a hysterical amount of photos. And I love that for him. Thank you for living our dream, Pete. So Rihanna kicks us off. Shut Up and Drive starts. The band is chugging away. Fall Out Boy is in one corner of the hotel room while the camera pans to the other side of the room. Now, in that room, uh, we see Riri starting the song off and it reveals her jumping on the bed during the intro. I mean, already just very punk princess of her and I fucking love it. The bob was bobbing. Now, the room... The room was dark as fuck. It was still very much a hotel room. Um, but the the performance itself, eight. Like 10 out of 10, they both ate. And by both, I mean Patrick and Rihanna. Like, please just listen to a this. Listen to the song.
so what you don't see since this is an audio medium um is nate navarro from cobra starship playing the keys is that his name navarro Navarro. <laughs> am i totally wrong wait no i'm fucking right but he's the drummer who the fuck nate navarro yo it looks like him on the keys i don't know cobra starship was there anyway um during shut up and drive pete was singing along but most importantly baby like patrick and rihanna's chemistry and then just during the show like their harmonies are so tight like they were born to sing together it's really really insane and i can listen to it for hours and hours like they really complement each other's tone so so much um i could literally i i, I wish we had a full follow-up with rihanna album there would be nothing I would love more. But again, the song, amazing. The performance, incredible to kick us off. Um, Pete singing along, Pete's dancing. Um, but it is also Feedback City, okay? Like, um, they're definitely in a small, enclosed room. And they handle it like the professionals they are. But yeah, rough way to end it. But again, everybody, everybody sounded great. Everything came out awesome. So what a fucking way to kick things off. I mean, hard to follow Rihanna, but if it's going to be with Michael Jackson, like I, I think all is forgiven. So Patrick um, and Fall Out Boy just immediately kick into Michael Jackson's Beat It. Um, Pete's bass on this song is large and in charge. Like I really loved hearing it turned all the way up like that. It is fucking beefy and it really fills the room. You can tell how much fun they're having performing this. And this was a song, a cover that they did um, that also included a music video. So if you haven't checked out the music video to beat it, uh, please do. Uh, they worked so hard on it and there's a John Mayer in it. Yeah, somewhere. So because this is an audio medium, um, what you don't see is that here, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just allegations. Is that Doug does in the front row? Like there's just like this one other dude in a fedora that's that close to fallout boy. And it's just giving big Doug does energy. If you know, you know, like if you go and look back at the video, can you tell me if that's him? Anyway, um, Patrick continues to sound great throughout the beat it cover. Um, shout out to the girl in the front row the entire time, just biting her lip girl. I agree. You are us. I am you. Um, <laughs> I mean, they even after that kick into carpal tunnel of love, like literally during beat it. Um, and someone literally shrieks during like the, the transition and so true bestie. I too would screech and we start seeing like random animal like random people in animal suits like from the Cobra Starship video Patrick was in anyway this is where she gets starts to get weird if it hasn't been super fucking weird already but we have a classic Pete screamo moment um, during Carpal Tunnel of Love um he's joined and backed up by someone from the fallout boy tour team i definitely recognize him can't put my finger on it probably because it's not my job to do that and he probably needs none of that but they killed it um and it was it was just very cool and i i, I love hearing pete do that live um i haven't heard carpal tunnel of love live since so please bring it back for next door thank you that specific ask was for my friend Lindsay. Lindsay, you know the vibes in cute ass news, then Patrick goes straight into uh, Nobody Wanna See Us Together by Akon. And Pete prefaces it with <laughs> going, no, 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 this shit's not being recorded. Like this is just, this shit's just for fun. 
And I'm like, definitely being recorded, definitely watching it as we speak. But it was cute. Patrick did the whole rap part, um, killed it. I think everybody singing along was super cute. I have never been more aligned with Pete once. He is speaking for the people. He says, yo, Patrick Stump, man, Jesus Christ. And my brother, you have never lied. Um, but then Pete has to end it with, I want to see us together, man, to, to Patrick. And it's like, Pete, we know this. It's fine. After a short commercial break, they were back with Sugar We're Going Down. Um, normal, it was just them, until we got to arms race. Because this was not just a performance of This Ain't a Scene, It's an Arms Race. It was a performance of the This Ain't a Scene, It's an Arms Race mega mix. Yes, the one that we spoke about a few episodes ago, the actual mega mix. So we had Brendan Urie on the hook. So we see him in the frame, and then all of a sudden we just hear Lil Wayne's laugh coming in and you see like this parade of obviously grown men in animal masks uh these grown men in animal masks were none other than travi mccoy uh tyga uh we also had lil wayne and and and, and wait, wait wait we also had dirty yo i love my life like shout out to dirty like dirty definitely gets a lot of airtime during this it made me very happy to see him yo dirty if you are listening to this, because I will post this clip, let me talk to you. We, I, I'm, I'm, I thought I told my therapist I would speak in eyes, so I miss you. I want to hear from you, uh, dirty, dirty saves. Um, we love you, dirty. Also, sidebar, um, in "Hold Me Like a Grudge," where uh, Patrick goes, "Love my life, love my life." Like that's a like that's a dirty reference, right? Because why why would it not be a dirty reference, right, Pete? Right, Patrick? Right, Pete? Thank you, Pete. Thanks, Pete. <laughs> okay, I'm done. So we're back. 
um, grown men in animal masks. It's Travi, it's Tyga, it's Dirty, it's Lil Wayne. And Travi, shout out, had the blowout of his lifetime. Um, everybody was looking so good. I love that Lil Wayne refused to turn around, like literally faced Andy the entirety of the time that, t- that Travi was doing his verse until it was time to do his specific verse. So now at this point, Patrick is on the keys. Um, Tyga is wearing a Who is Eugene Montrose shirt. Shout out to Gym Class Heroes. But anyway, Lil Wayne is fucking spitting. And then by the end, he ends his verse with, I'm a ball out boy, need a stand up girl. It's me, stand-up girl. I'm just going to start calling myself that now. Uh, but after that, we get a Brendan Urie, Patrick Stump, B2B, Q. We know we love those two voices so much. Um, Shout-out to Tyga's mic. It was struggling, and that's okay. Um, at the end of it, Patrick gives the exhale of his life like he had just finished eight hours of active brain surgery. Um, and I agree. That was difficult. That was a big, big number. But please, someone get him a towel and two waters room temperature ASAP. Chicken, chip, 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 chip
quick reset, um, a towel down, a water down. Um, they completed Thanks for the Memories. Um, and this was the the big the big outro. This was the big number, right? So you see fucking dirty rocking out, like P is going all out on everything. And towards the end, it goes to fucking hell dude like all of a sudden you see joe turning around just smashing his guitar into the amps an amp was fully thrown a cross like patrick's head on top of pete's head into a wall pete like takes his he takes his bass and slams it against a wall like into a fucking window and patrick is just standing back and like gives like the dad cheering on like fuck yeah like while stomping on something i don't think he was stomping on anything i feel like i feel like he hated every second of that but like it was badass did they rip down like a fake tv like there was like some type of like painting or fake tv were those fake amps they had to be i mean the bass being thrown was not fake the guitar not but like Ain't no fucking way, right? Right? Okay, we need to, I, I need, I need, I need to ask them specifically because I have no answers on that. To cut the tension, um, the next thing we hear is Pete and Patrick going back and forth. Um, and Patrick says something like, oh, not in this tuning. And then starts to jam on the Top Gun Maverick theme. So um, thanks, Patrick. Appreciate you, Patrick. But that's it. That was the VMA show that we saw, right? So that was 22 minutes of it, but that does not include all the other collaborations from people like Jim Class Heroes and Cobra Starship that were a part of it, but it was very obvious that their presence was there. Now, in 2017, uh, Pete did have an interview with AP Magazine, so a, about exactly 10 years after the VMA suite, and um, here's some things that he had to say. Very fucking interesting. I remember we got to take over the suite completely and do basically whatever we wanted. And we decided to just have like a punk rock, like CBGB's type show in here. I also remember we got stuck up here because the elevators stopped working. I think we just decided to see, like, like, create this was like pre the movie hangover i think we were like we will just make this movie happen make it a documentary we're doing a documentary of it
This was one of the wildest VMAs. Just it like felt very Vegas and not Vegas all at the same time. <laughs> I can tell you something that happened in that hotel that night. I got overserved and urinated in a hallway. And I would say to 2007 Pete, just gotta hold it together, man. You gotta make it back to the room. <laughs> it was kind of, this one was such an insane view. I mean, it's, oh my god, I threw the bass? Oh my god. I don't remember doing all this. <laughs> Wow, that happened. I didn't remember that. <laughs> I cry laughing at his uh, reaction to him throwing the bass because <laughs> it was really hard. And like, my dream has been to have one of those like clandestine basses. So to see that thing go flying um, definitely kills me inside every, every time. And I had to watch this a few times just to really gather information. Every time it was like... <sighs> But anyway, also got overserved, um, go off Peter, and um, they were pretty much stuck up there, and Pete's pissing in hallways. So um, rock on, brother. MTV in 2007 was a pretty big and good year for Fall Out Boy. Um, again, they started the year um, doing uh, releasing Infinity on High. They did those three uh, shows on the release day in New York, Chicago, and LA. And um, that year, um, they also won at the MTV Awards. So they won Best Group. And in that category was also Jim Class Heroes, Linkin Park, Maroon 5, and The White Stripes. Um, but Best New Artist did go to Gym Class Heroes in another category um, that they were up against Lily Allen, Peter Bajorn and John, Carrie Underwood, Amy Winehouse. I totally killed that Peter guy's name. My fucking bad. Um, random fact, but Amy and Lily were both not there due to visa issues. Amy could still come, but stayed back because Lily was having issues with her visa. And I think that's really badass. We love you, Amy Winehouse. Rest in peace. Um, Another category was Monster Single of the Year, which went to Rihanna featuring Jay-Z Umbrella. I mean, Ella, 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 AA. Like, why would they not get it? Um, also in this category, up for the nomination was Daughtry, Home, Fall Out Boy, Thanks for the Memories, Have a Living Girlfriend, whatever, um, Lil Mama, Mims, This Is Why I'm Hot, Plain White Tees, Hey There Delilah, Shop Boys, Party Like a Rockstar, and T-Pain's buy you a drink oh as well as Timbaland's Way I Are off of Shock Value incredible incredible album this wasn't again the last time that Fall Out Boy and MTV really connected that year um in 2007 Joe was also on Cribs um it was a really cute episode I remember specifically the part where he <laughs> talks about his sink being able to hold two ducks and a baby I believe if that's the saying, I'll have to go back and check. But um, it was real cute. Um, so please go watch that if you haven't. It's real sweet. Woof. Okay. Okay, y'all. Do we feel like we got it? Do we feel like we got the gist of the VMA suite? Like really the energy um, and everything that was like part of it. Um, I really loved re-watching this and revisiting uh, the video and the behind the scenes and the interviews. I'm going to make sure to link as many as I can in the in the um, show notes. Um, so I'll put them in there so you can watch along. Please let me know your favorite performance, your favorite track. Um, but there is nothing more iconic than Fall Out Boy and billionaire um, Rihanna. So love that for them. Okay, y'all, we just went the 
buck in i mean what else is new um i really really enjoy doing that again revisiting this stuff has been such a joy but and i remember it just so viscerally and 2007 is just so near and dear to my heart um that bringing this all back has really brought me so so much joy um but it doesn't stop there up next uh on the upcoming sugar we're going into episodes we are talking about patrick stump and lupe fiasco uh we have an interview with None other than James Montgomery of MTV News. He also co-wrote Grey with Pete. Um, That is an upcoming interview. I cannot wait for you to hear that. I had so much fun talking to him. If y'all are not familiar with James Montgomery's work, please get familiar. And that is also another clue to the next interview after James. Um, So please stay tuned. Keep it locked uh, because we also have to talk about one and only um, the song that Fall Out Boy did with Timbaland. So there is still so much to cover in 2007 before we even start to think uh, about 2008. And I'm so, so excited to get through with y'all. So anyway, this has been Sugar We're Going In and Girl You Just Went or Girl They Them Boy We Just Went The Fuck In. Um, thank you so much for listening. Be kind to each other. Be nice to yourself. It's getting darker sooner out. So, you know, you got to break out the ha- the happy lamp and you got to, you know, you got to take your vitamins. Please do that. I love you so much. And I can't wait for you to hear some upcoming episodes. Again, Philly, mark your calendars for the last week of, of uh, November. Um, I will be live in the flesh. I mean, I usually am. I live in Philly. Don't dox me. Um, but please, I would love to meet as many people as possible. Other than that, Fall Out Boy, Buen Viaje. You already know the vibes. The UK tour kicks off. Um, I cannot wait to see any magic eight balls that they get uh, while also being violently, violently jealous um, that anybody will get to hear Tiffany Blues live before me. Anyway, bye.